Welcome back to another episode of the Who You Know Show podcast, where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and life. My name is Trevor Houston, and on this show, you'll learn the strategy, grit, and mindset it takes to overcome obstacles so you can level up in your career, recover your cash flow, and live the life of purpose that God intended for you. Don't forget to look at the mic drop moments timestamped in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to pay it forward, subscribe, and leave an honest review so we can improve. Thanks for listening. My name is Trevor Houston, and please enjoy this episode of the Who You Know Show. This past week, I was asked by Fox News Radio to discuss a new trending topic called quiet firing. Quiet firing of older workers. So quiet firing is essentially, if I ignore this worker, they'll leave and they'll do it on their own. I'm John Hanson here on WGN, taking you to Blackhawks hockey. And quiet quitting was all the rage the last couple of weeks. Now we're going to talk about quiet firing. We've got a job market expert on, Trevor Houston, joining us, uh, host of Who You Know. It's a networking show. And Trevor, quiet firing. I guess it shouldn't have been a big surprise that that would be uh, quick behind after a quiet quitting. Yeah, absolutely. It's the new trend. You know, <laughs> actually, this has kind of been here for a while. Um, and really, when you think about it, it's, uh, you know, it's ageism which uh, what I really call it is payism, okay? Uh, and what we're finding is headed into this uh, recession, um, you know, companies are starting to look at their financials, and a lot of these older workers, they get paid more. And so, yeah, they're, they're doing this thing called quiet firing. What are the statistics to back this up? Because even with the quiet quitting trend, it became a trendy thing to say, and that's always my number one question. What statistics back up that that we think that older workers are being fired more now or laid off more now leading into a potential recession? Yeah, there was a study that was done by BBC WorkLife that said that workers over 50 are more than twice as likely as other workers to be unemployed for over two years or longer if they lose their current job, and three times less likely to get an interview uh, than a 28-year-old. But I don't know about any specific stats that go into saying it's happening more where they're quiet firing. Uh, but I do think it's a trend that we've seen in the past, and it's just now getting labeled, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense to me. And uh, I, I just I know that uh, older workers make more, but – I mean, that's at the company's risk because older workers often kind of make the company go. Yeah, you know, there's this um, – there, it goes both ways. There's negative stereotypes about older workers, and there's positive stereotypes of older workers. Some of the negative stereotypes are, you know, they may be slower to adapt or a resistor of ideas, less motivated, less productive, things like that, maybe less uh, on social media, um, you know, technology, but there's some positive stereotypes too you need to think about. These companies need to be looking at, which is, you know, older workers bring wisdom, they bring value, stability, loyalty, experience. They have different perspectives and ideas. Um, and actually, I was looking at another study where it showed that companies that have a higher tenure actually have a higher financial and operational performance. Um, so 
I think that they're they're definitely needed. There's a there's a, a place for them, um, but it's again, it's all those ner- uh, negative stereotypes that that's going on right now. Right. We're talking with uh, Trevor Houston, uh, chatting about job market. He's a job market expert. Tell us a little bit about the Who You Know Job Networking Show, Trevor. So the Who You Know Show is designed to help with uh, a lot of these issues like this one here. Uh, helping you know people get back to work and get back to their cash flow. Um, we we like to interview you know all kinds of different folks from career coaches, recruiters, companies, um, anybody that can help uh, career changers get back to their cash flow. And so ageism is something we've covered many times, and um, it's just now starting to make the the headlines with this quiet firing thing. I think that ageism is one of those things too that. I don't think everyone should be aware of it. Certainly HR departments are aware of it. It's illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it is illegal. And it shows up inside of job descriptions, the applicant tracking systems and, and screening process and the interviewing process. So through that whole recruiting process that, that companies have, it can show up. And we see it all the time. So uh, companies do need to be careful. It's hard. It's a hard one to prove. But, um, you know, we do see it all the time. Uh, right. And, uh, Trevor, I should note that someone just texted in asking what's quiet quitting. Yeah, we've been talking about it a lot, but that, it's a good reminder to remind people. What's your definition of quiet quitting? Yeah, quiet quitting is something we saw. I, I call it burnout. Okay, this is what I call it. You know, people, since the pandemic, they're, they're working from home, and so every day kind of becomes Groundhog's Day, if you will. Um, I don't think people were meant to be stuck behind a computer all the time and, and, and in these Zoom meetings back and forth, back and forth. And so I think what's happening is people are getting disconnected from the culture. They're getting disconnected from the mission and, and what the purpose is, uh, that they're even going to work. And um, they're, they're slowly doing less and less and less and less and less and starting to expect more and more and more and more and more of their employers. Right. And so, so that's really what silent quitting is. It's almost mm-hmm. uh, the exact opposite of this uh, quiet firing thing. All right. Well, it's good to break it on down. Obviously, ageism not okay. If you think it's happening to you, there's ways you can obviously report that as well. Trevor Houston, I'm glad we got a chance to chat. Let's do it again soon, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. If you made a pivot or a change of employment during the Great Resignation, you may have neglected a major decision with your 401k that has the potential of costing you a lot of money over your lifetime. And while 401ks are great tools for saving money in a tax-efficient way, there's one major problem. We tend to change jobs every few years. According to Capitalized Research, all the increased turnover since the pandemic has caused over 1.35 trillion in forgotten 401k assets in 2021. Now I know what you're probably thinking. Most people aren't just jumping up and down to have this conversation, but it's kind of like ignoring the dentist. The longer you wait, the worse it can get. So what do you need to do? You should consult with your human resources department, your tax advisor or financial professional to review the available options under your plan. Separately and independently of the Who You Know show, I'm also a licensed financial professional offering insurance and financial products through various carriers. For more information, please visit clearpathwealthstrategies.com. I've warned about this before. I've warned about it. Right now, we are currently headed into a recession. 
And from what I can see, this is simply a case of employers trying to balance the books without having to pay any severance benefits on the way out. So here are a few signs that you may be experiencing quiet firing. So maybe you haven't seen a salary increase in a few years. Maybe you don't receive any feedback from your manager. They're just kind of ignoring you or avoiding you. Maybe you're being singled out in meetings to answer the tough questions in front of the team. Maybe your ideas are being discarded or you're not being challenged or given any additional opportunities or projects. Maybe you're being left out of meetings or events or social gatherings. So those are just a few signs that you may be experiencing what we're calling right now quiet firing. BBC Work did a study that showed that workers over 50 are more than twice as likely as other workers to be unemployed for two years or longer if they lose their current job. So can you imagine that? And in that study, it showed that they're also three times less likely to get an interview than a 28-year-old applicant. Man. So ageism shows up inside of job descriptions and the applicant tracking systems and the screening process. It shows up in the interviewing stage. So here is a job seekers guide to overcoming age issues. Number one, you need to be creative. Most labor experts agree that many employers are reluctant to hire anyone over 50 for a full-time position with benefits. But you can still earn money through freelancing, consulting, and other arrangements. If they won't hire you, you need to hire yourself. Number two, you may need to reduce your expenses to afford paying for your own payroll taxes and health insurance or accepting a job with a lower salary. Housing and entertainment are two prime areas for lowering your monthly bills. Consider downsizing if you're an empty nester. Number three, you need to revive your network. If you haven't looked for a job in years, it's time to get out and start to mingle. Create a LinkedIn profile and let others know exactly what you're looking for. Informational interviews and referrals are your lifeblood in the career search. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Step number four, streamline your resume. Trim it down to one to two pages and focus on the most recent and relevant experience in the last 10 years. Number five, stay up to date. Pay attention to keywords and trends in your industry. You need to research which technology skills are in demand and start to create content that showcases that you're relevant, innovative, and that you're a thought leader. Try using video to humanize the experience and show the person behind the resume. Because here's the deal. You are so much more valuable than the words on your resume. And the employer needs to see that. Number six, consider a boomerang. Well, what does that mean? If you still have a good relationship with a previous employer, you need to explore opportunities to take up where you left off. So go back to your network and find out where people are at. What are they doing? And maybe you can go back. Number seven, speak up. You need to address the elephant in the room. 
Instead of hoping no one will notice your age, try addressing the concerns directly. What I'd like to do now is open it up. If anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, maybe you're dealing with ageism or going through something like that and you'd like to come up to the stage, I'd love to chat with you. Hey, good morning, Trevor. This is Jill. Jill, good morning. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Uh, so I work in professional sports and it's a little bit different for a woman, but question, looking for suggestions here. Uh, I totally agree that you have to stay innovative and you have to bring new ideas to, to the floor. And, and that's what people look for. And then you can kind of overcome maybe some of those, those ageisms that follow. But what I have found is sometimes when I'm looking for fresh ideas, when I want to make sure that our table has a variety of people, including ages around there, sometimes the younger folks kind of look at me and they're like, wait, you don't know this uh, pop phrase or you haven't seen this trend on TikTok or you're not doing this. And then I feel like a little frustrated. Well, no, that's why I brought you to the table. Like, ah. Let's hook it up together. Well, address that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's um, there's definitely differences in the uh, the different generations, right? And there's these stereotypes that exist. And for myself, even, I mean, I'm a millennial. And I don't know if y'all remember, everybody used to say the millennials, a bunch of lazy, no good, yada, 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 right? And I just think it's interesting because the stereotypes aren't truths. However, there's a lot of reasons why those stereotypes do exist. Some of the negative stereotypes for the older employers, again, are that maybe you're a resistor to technology or slower to adapt, things like that. They're also afraid that you're going to hop because if you accept what they'll offer you, because remember, typically older workers make more money. And so if the employer offers you a lower salary and you accept it, they're afraid that you're going to hop to the next job that offers you a higher salary, which is an interesting dynamic to me when I hear this, because that's what our generation does too. We're, we're going to the next place that gives us a better opportunity. I mean, um, the millennials hop around a lot too. So it's interesting to see what's going on, but I love what you were talking about just now, Jill, what you said was, you're like, Hey, that that's why, that's why I invited you here so that we can get different perspectives. Because there are so many different avenues of, of social media and like, how do you use them as a tool? But not let it overcome you? How do we keep a focus on, you know, what what we're doing and not be consumed by life, but like actually what we're doing in, in front of folks? And that's been happening to me. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts. Well, I appreciate it. And, and uh, what you just said about the social media, right? I mean, here's something that's interesting, too. I, I've been thinking about this is that like my generation, every time we turn around, there's a new phone, new app, new this, new that. And we're like constantly having to adapt all the time, like always. And it's it's just, it's continuously going on this way, right? Every time we turn around, there's something new, 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 new. I think the world is just at a faster pace now than it was, you know, 20 years ago, right? Like we all know that. And so uh, some of the older generations, they weren't forced to 
continuously change and adapt and adapt and go, 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 go. They weren't, they didn't have to do that. Like life was slower back then, right? And so that's where some of this comes from. This is like the root of it. Some of it stems from that with this. They, they say that uh, the older demographic may be resistor of technology. Um, like I remember, you know, like they were the last to get on uh, Facebook, right? <laughs> and like, and now um, like the millennials and nobody else is really on Facebook, right? So it's just interesting to see what's happening. But I think what's important is now, if you haven't retired yet, and you're still, you know, trying to work, you have to adapt. You have to show that you're relevant. You need to overcome all of those negative stereotypes and, you know, understanding what they are and, and showcase that you have an ability to continuously stay sharp and to continuously stay up to date and, and to be able to move with this fast paced world that we're in. Everything's just go, 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 go. And you got to be able to keep up. And uh, I know that's tough, but it just is what it is. Um, and if you can't show that, um, it, it will show up. And that's why it will take longer for you to get back to work. It may take two years. One other thing, a suggestion on do's and don'ts for follow-up. So you go in, you make your pitch, and stereotypically, you follow up with an email. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Great to get to know your company more, blah, blah, blah. Today, do you have a suggestion on a different or more effective way to follow up? I love, 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 love this question. Um, actually, I was featured on Forbes for this solution. So it's called the Job Search Trojan Horse. And it's something I teach in my Career Transition Summit. And basically what this is, is, yeah, you're right. So everybody's going to follow up with a generic, you know, hey, email, black and white text. It's going to hit their inbox. Right. You got to imagine from an employer standpoint, you're getting a bunch of these follow up emails and it's just black and white text and it doesn't really break through the noise. It's hard to showcase who you are as a person and, and humanize the career search with with black and white text. So here's what you do. There's actually a tool uh, called BombBomb, B-O-M-B-B-O-M-B. It's a uh, video uh, communication tool and it allows you to do video emails. And so what you do is instead of the black and white text email, you're going to send in a really, really short 30, 45 second video where you're just telling the employer like, like, you know, hey, uh, Susan, I'm super thankful and grateful for the time that we spent today. I, I learned a ton about Toyota and the company culture, and I'm super excited about the opportunity. I cannot wait to learn more. If you have any additional questions or need anything from me, don't hesitate to reach out. But I hope you have a phenomenal blessed day and can't wait to hear more. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And it's literally a 30 to 45 second voicemail where you're just simply you're saying thank you and you're grateful for the opportunity and all of that, right? And you're going to leave that in a video. And then down below the video, you can have some bulleted text, right? That, that says like the three, uh, uh, you know, reasons why you're the best fit for the job. You know, the, the, the typical stuff that you would put in your thank you email, but that's going to be bulleted below the video. And you're going to send that video in. And what happens is they're going to get so wowed by that because they don't get many of those. I promise they're not going to get many of those. So 
it's going to break through all the other emails. It's just going to break through the noise. They're going to click and press play. And what we're seeing, why we call it the Trojan horse, is because those emails get forwarded around the company. So what happens is you wow that recruiter or that hiring manager and they start forwarding it around the company to the other decision makers because it's typically more than one decision maker. And so they're, they're passing that email around and you need to send one individualized to each and every person you interview with, by the way, send it to each and every person that you interview with. And it's crazy. They just start to circle around the company. They get a whole bunch of, uh, uh, hits as a matter of fact 15 replays on average those videos get and you get the analytics on all of that they get 15 replays so it's called the job search trojan horse you're just breaking up the noise a little bit with a video and that does also showcase that hey you are capable of using technology hey you are relevant you are staying up to date right it start just that simple video process overcomes a lot of that ageism that we were talking about um so super glad that you asked that. I would encourage you to come through our Career Transition Summit to learn more. Let's go cash flow. Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston. And if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know. Who you know.